Smith, the rebound stop. Another try. They score. Braden McNabb, his first of the year. Two to one Golden Knights. Live from the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studios and live at LVSportsNetwork.com. Side of the net, extra passing. Smith settles. His shot knocked down. It's a loose puck in front. Now Smith scores. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show, your destination for inside access with the team, exclusive player interviews, and breaking news from around the National Hockey League. Here's your hosts, Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. And welcome into the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show. Chris Chapman, Lindsey Brown, no Darren Millard or Ryan Wallace. They are both on vacation this week ryan too you could say yeah yeah ryan uh doing some stuff with the family not quite sure what darren's doing but uh i'm guessing both will be taking a break from social media we know johnny blue checkmark is uh he's all about the ig not so much into twitter no but uh ryan ryan will probably take a break um he, it's necessary yeah he he likes to decompress so uh me and Lindsay here with you all week. Lucky. Uh, yeah, yeah. We are live inside the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studio. Finley Chevrolet on the 215 Beltway, home of the... Woo! Is that good? Yeah, you gotta do it in the mic. Well, I trust me, I don't. Y- y- you like? I do, but I don't. The thing is, you and I didn't discuss who was going to do the woo. I just assumed based off of our, our seating our arrangement Our seating arrangement here. in the yeah. studio, yeah. Plus, I have, I have a little bit of a redemption story, because I think there's been a couple of times where I've been in for you and still being a novice on this particular board where I was supposed to do the woo and then it was missed and stuff. So I gotta, oh, I gotta oh, make yeah, sure yeah. we get off to a good start here. Uh, it seems like we're doing just that. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I it's weird, right? Because I I, I I usually am not on this side, and it's a bit strange for me to be on this side. And and we didn't discuss beforehand who was going to do the woo. So uh, I'm glad that we figured it out. Yeah, in yeah. So step, so Look yeah, yeah. We, we we got it down. So uh, first segment is yours, um, the listeners. So give us a call seven zero two eight seven six thirteen forty. You can listen to. The VGK Insider Show on the TuneIn app. Search KKGK. Or the uh, LVSportsNetwork.com. Also, Twitter. Find, follow us on uh, Fox Sports LV. Uh, mention me and Lindsay. Tell us if you love us. Tell us if you hate us. All that good stuff. And, of course, on the old Facebook, uh, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Before we get rolling into your calls, uh, do you want to mention that uh, legend Bobby Hull passed away uh, this morning. One of the all-time greatest players to uh, obviously put the skates on. He passed away today at the age of 40, I'm sorry, 84, uh, sending condolences to the whole family. Really all I'm going to say about that, there's a lot out there on Bobby Hall. You can feel free to read that. Uh, just, Losing people is hard. Death is hard for anybody. Yeah, so yeah. So uh, like you said, condolences, but not the greatest of humans. Yeah, we'll be respectful, and, mm-hmm. and we'll, we'll say, you know, we'll, we'll leave it at that. And, uh, you know, we, you you can read up on Bobby Hall if you choose. And, uh you know, it's never easy to, uh, to 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 have a segue from speaking about something like that into uh, the next segment, but we'll, we'll try. And uh, so, like I said, first segment is yours, belongs to the listener. I'm going to put my uh, my magic hat on here, and I'm going to guess the first caller is Mike. No, that would be the second caller. Oh, Mike gonna, was beaten. Yeah, Mike was beaten. We have Stephanie first. Oh, Stephanie. Stephanie, of course, is a... Long time caller. I don't know. Right? Like, you ever listen to those radio shows? You're like, hi, I'm Chris, first time caller, long time listener. Stephanie is long time listener, long time caller. So awesome stuff. And uh, so cool that we get to start off the week with with Stephanie. How are you today? 
I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Kick a plate. I mean, I'm in here. I'm with Chapman. That's a little bit uh, here nor there, but uh, happy to be talking some hockey with you. Yeah, yeah. Looking forward. We're, we're, we're good. I'm good. Hope, yeah, hope. I, I wasn't in the assumption that it was just going to be Chapman playing like best of the uh, recordings this week. So I'm pretty, pretty pumped that there's no full show. You know, I'll be honest. It's hard because when we do best ofs, usually it's only like a day, right? Like maybe yeah. something comes up and. It's really hard to find segments that will because there's there's a Not timely. Everything's gold. Yeah, yeah, right. Like yep. gold, Jerry. Unless gold. we're hosting the show, you know, yes. this is going in the bank. But but finding segments that are timely are very difficult because, like, we could have had a segment where I would have pulled last week where we're talking about Bo Horvat. Yeah, where is he going to end up? And you know, if you turn he on the show today, you're you're one. Oh, is he going to get traded? And sure enough, he's already been traded before we came on the air today. So uh, so what's up, Stephanie? What's going on? Uh, well, um, big news was put out today that Chandler Stevenson is going to the All-Star Game. So that was uh, really fun to see today. I'm pumped for that. I can't wait to see it. Hope that he's in the fastest skater competition because I, I would love to see that. But I love seeing more VGK representation, period. And speaking of representation, oh, man, LT's helmet. I, mm. I love it so much. Like, I have a tattoo of the Victory Flamingo, so I love seeing that big flamingo on the side of the helmet. I, I am also, and, and if you haven't seen uh, Logan Thompson's mask, it's out there. Our buddy Jesse Granger actually tweeted out a, a big goalie fan himself. But uh, The equipment budget on this team is crazy. But it, it's it's so cool. <laughs> it's like, a cool, it's a like really cool someone, I, I can't remember who it was that replied to your tweet about the mask. And I replied, and I, I used an expletive with the word fire mm. after it and, and uh <laughs> Quote tweeted Jesse Granger in in the, the the reply, but yeah, that that mask is cool. And to to talk a little bit more about the representation, think about this: the Golden Knights the last two years have had many multiple players mm-hmm. make the All Star game. None of them repeats because this year we get Logan Thompson in the All Star game. Yep. Uh, now we obviously get Chandler Stevenson. Last year we had Petrangelo, Marcia So, and Stone. Was the last second ad as yes, well. Yeah, and Mark Stone. We're all all stars. Uh, so, so, and the year before that, I don't believe there was an all star no, game because wasn't. of COVID. And the I'm abyss. actually, I'm wearing my St. Louis all star game hat today, my trucker cap right that on. has the uh, the logo, which I dug because it had the arch and the trumpet on it, kind of cool. But uh, I'm try. I I can't remember who was there for the Golden Knights. That the, was right at the beginning of my time. Yeah, so for that that St. Happened. Louis one, I believe that was the third year of the team. I don't quite remember. Who was the all-star? I'm, I'm not doing a good job. A brain fog. I think Pacioretty was there. Pacioretty would make sense. That's right, that's because right. he brought his kids. Yeah. That's right. See, Steph, you're yeah. just keeping us in line, making sure we get off to a good start here. We appreciate you. So, so it's Steph. It's only because I have the all-star jersey from that year, and I had to, like, run back and see who was on it. You oh, know what's funny? I, I, have, I have a hat, and uh, I have a beanie. For the St. Louis All-Star Game, or as Bruce Cassidy would call it, a toque. Yeah, they greased your wheels and yeah. your pocketbook, didn't they? One day, there was just a box. dollars purchase right Yeah, there, there was a box sitting in the studio that had my name on it. I was like, oh, this is cool. Oh. And uh, there, there was something else. I can't remember what it was. But last year, I didn't get anything. I got a, You know what? They did give a, a uh, bottle of Bill Foley's wine was given to the members of the media on Press Row. I didn't get one. Uh, what? They must have misplaced mine. Oh, well, Got I lost g- in the mail. What do you think, Steph? 
I don't know. I don't know. You might need to hit Goldfolio. Like, yeah, hey, but we where's, we where's my wine? Yeah, right. I I can tell you it was it was pretty solid. It, it was a white Chardonnay, and oh. uh, yeah, it was it was really really good. I it was the first time I'd had one of Bill Foley's wines, and I can tell you, I I enjoyed it quite immensely. I'm not a huge promo. promo. Yeah, I'm not a huge wine drinker, but you know, with Bill Foley uh, now becoming involved with Lorient, the French soccer team. I wonder. I wonder if he's going to be buying some vineyards in France now. Probably. Oh, Might as well just man. make a make can, a business trip and mix. Can it with I some become platter. one of those people who who their job is to go around and taste grapes? I don't know. You could probably sign up for it. There's a LinkedIn. <laughs> Steph, uh, Steph, I I, I know you've got there. some 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 connections. Can you make that happen for us? <laughs> oh my goodness! I'm I'm not a wine person. That's uh, one of the few things that I don't think I'd be able to get you hooked up with. So, I'll bet you you could just taste grapes for free. I don't I don't think. No 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 no! I got to get paid. I got to get paid to do one. that. So so I I want to ask you because I I know you're you are as loyal as they come to this team. You you religiously call in to to Ryan in the post game show. You call in to us every Monday, pretty much. What do you think the Golden Knights have to do in the second half of the season to to, to not only affirm their playoff spot, but maybe make, make a run in the playoffs? I think one of the main things they need to do is, is like just take a deep breath, really take this break to relax and reset, and then come in, and I said this, I think, on the postgame show, come in and just one game at a time. Don't be watching the standings. Don't be, you know, oh, they've strung together. Like, just look at each game as it is. That is the most important game that's happening right now and focus on it. I, I think, I don't, I don't think they need to get ahead of themselves and get focusing on that. I think if the team can get that focus back, like they had at the beginning of the year, that it, it'll work. Yeah, I, I, I think that's a pretty fair assessment. You know, it's like, Sometimes things snowball, and, and maybe this this pause or break by week came at a real good time for the Golden Knights. And me and Lindsay, a little later, we'll talk about the the road trip that I would say did not go according to plan. Uh, you know, the unfortunate thing about that road trip, and thanks for the call, Stephanie. Uh, again, you can call us at 702-876-1340. We want to hear your thoughts. And, and I want to pose a question to the listeners. Stephanie just answered it, but I want to, I want your opinion what does this team need to do in the second half of the season? I know it's not symmetrically halved, but we're, we're, we're at the bye week. We're at the All-Star game. So, so generally, people would assume that that to be the halfway point of the season. So in the second half, following this bye week, when they open up in Nashville on February 7th, what do they have to do to, to, to be better than they've been the last 10 games, be better than they were going into this break? And, and like I said, to assert themselves as a contender to reach the final or the Stanley Cup final. I have so many thoughts. I, I know. Have, I have specific thoughts written down, but I want to get to the listeners too because yep. I think ultimately they have the pulse of this team, and so let's go to Mike. All right, next. Mike. What's up, bud? Hey, Lindsay. That was an above-average woo for Th- you. Thank you, Mike. <laughs> it was. Thank A lot you. of times, to be fair, Chris, you extend the woo, and on the commercials, they don't do that. So it's a little different. See? It was nice. Yeah. The integrity of the woo. That's yes. what I'm yeah, doing. You know, this has now turned into a Seinfeld episode. Absolutely. The integrity of the woo. Yep. I think we have the name of our podcast for the first hour Look now. Look at that. Took us, what? <laughs> there it is. 11 minutes. 11 Without minutes it. to get it in. I'm going to write it down. Without a doubt. So I just about dropped the radio when you had a live show. This is exciting. 
And I want to make sure that I get all said that I was thinking about saying. And that, first of all, is I said to Ryan when we hit the break, I said, while the iron is hot, while the grapes are all on the vine, could we maybe think about making a, a trade? And Ryan and probably you guys say, no, no, let's get healthy. Then let's see if we need to make a trade. But when you do that, the Bo Horvats of the world disappear. Yeah, I, I think that's fair, Mike. But to, to, to be honest, I don't really know how keen the Golden Knights would have been to trade a player, a prospect, and a first-round pick to an in-division rival yeah. for the services of Bo Horvat. It makes sense for the Canucks to send him to New York because— They needed to get rid of him. Yeah, it's they, they had to move him, show. and Anthony Beauvillier, nice player. We got to see him He's fine. up They'll close the other him. night. But they get a first-round pick. Unfortunately, in the case of Vancouver, the Islanders now look like to be a team that could possibly make a run— mm. Maybe. At least to make mm-hmm. a, a little bit further in the playoffs, and then they we would have penciled them in for previous. So the the draft pick may not end up being a high first round pick, but what could go in their favor is if something happens to the Islanders, they don't make the playoffs, and they find themselves with two potential lottery options. Mike, let me ask you this: Do you yeah. think the Golden Knights should be going, you know, fishing for the big Kahuna tuna? Because that's where I would put Bo Horvat's name in there. You could put Ryan right. Riley, Tarasenko. Do you think they they need that big of a change? Are you looking for something a little bit more bite? Well, I'll just ask you this because uh, Lindsay, I don't know your bona fides as well as I should, but uh, yeah, I listened to you on the Fan Fest. You were very good. Thank you. And and uh, the truth of the matter is, what has in the past, now it's all in the past, of course, but what have George McPhee and, and uh, Kelly McCrimmon, what have they done almost every time? They go big game hunting. So why wouldn't they do that this time? And assume, because I don't know what you're really saying, if you say that this team intact is a 13-2 and two team, well, then you don't need to go big game hunting. You don't need to go any hunting. Right. But are we sure that the team in full array is that good? Well, I think we got to see a a pretty good sample size when Mark Stone was healthy. That's mm-hmm. a big if, right? And now. and I'll be honest, Mike, and and nobody knows. So I'm not really going out on on a on a limb here when I say that nobody knows what the status of Mark Stone is, other than maybe Mark Stone and his doctor, and maybe some front office people. Other mm-hmm. than that, nobody knows. I'm not even sure if Bruce Cassidy knows. So I think a lot of what this team will do really depends on on his health because I think if Mark Stone is fully healthy, you're probably not willing to go crazy at the trade deadline because you have what you perceive to be your your team. Um, look, there's there's a lot of big name players out there, guys like Timo Meyer, Jacob Chikrin. Patrick Kane, the Golden Knights are not going to make any moves for a guy like that. I just not for Kane. They might for Meyer. No, I I I just can't see it for Meyer. Yeah, I mean, maybe, but but the question is, are the Sharks going to trade? I mean, if he's going to walk into the season, if you're San Jose, you really don't care, right? San Jose is trying to gather as many assets for whatever yeah. they can. They're not. It's, there's no rivalry. We're not going to send them in division. It doesn't matter for them because they right. need to get so much better than what they actually are. You know, but guys, I would look at might be guy like like Max Domi. Maybe Anthony DeClaire. You know, guys that probably aren't jumping off. Gustav Nyquist. Guys who aren't jumping off the radar. 
But you you don't need to go out and get the big fish, assuming. Well, we got the big fish a year right. and a half yes. ago, number nine. Yes, That's and what and, and what may I throw in? Eichel, Pacioretty, mm-hmm. Stone, Petrangelo. Yeah, they have a fish. they have a history of doing that. Uh, Petrangelo was a free agent signing, but the other three were obviously guys that they traded for. Look, even even go back to year one, and and people forget about it, but. Tomas Tatar was a pretty big acquisition at the time. I mean, he's a guy who's, who scores 25 goals pretty much every year. I know he's fallen off a little bit since then, but at the time, he was a guy you could pencil in for 25 goals. It seemed like a move that was really going to help the Golden Knights. So they, they've they gone out, and they've they've really gone after that, that big-name player. Remember, before they got uh, Mark Stone, there was the talk about Eric Carlson. So this is a team that always shoots for the stars. I think maybe this year we we could see like a a, a couple of years ago they went out and they made the move for um I'm blanking on his name now plays for Edmonton Swedish guy Swedish guy yeah oh Janmark Matthias Janmark yeah 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 Matthias so so like that's the type of move I could see this team making if they do anything at the deadline to shore up that bottom six. Because look, guys, the third get, line is the problem where yes, they need to rectify yeah. a lot. Oh, and, and Phil Kessel has been much okay. better the last couple of days, mm-hmm. games. But you know, the, the 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 big thing, Mike, is I, I I don't see that. First of all, I don't think they have the assets to go out and and acquire a big name free agent. They don't well, have the I picks. Know. They I don't have the players in the do, minors. But that's a disagreement. We'll just leave right here because you would have to trade somebody who's currently a starter. Yes, exactly. You'd have to move a high-priced, a big-name player, and I just don't see the Golden Knights being willing to do that. Okay, well, then that's status quo, which we played with almost that same hand down the stretch last year and lost to New Jersey, San Jose, and the Blackhawks in overtime in shootouts. Now, no, you're, you're not <laughs> wrong. You're not wrong. Yep. Okay. But, but to be fair... That team was not fully healthy. They they were still, you know, Mark Stone was still dealing with the issues that took him into the offseason. Michael had a broken hand. Yeah, so. But he might be dealing with issues again. We don't even know if he comes back fully healthy. We well, don't know no, yet. No, you're right. We and don't We don't know. He, if he can't go, does that put him in a long-term IR and so we free up all that cap space? Well, that's, that's the question that yeah. will need to be answered, right? If Mark Stone is going to be out any extended period of time, Mike, and thanks for the call, by the way. Thanks, Mike. If he's going to be out any extended period of time and you have the option to LTIR him, then, then yeah, that changes a lot. But as of now, I'm going to go on the assumption that Mark Stone is going to be back this season. Yeah. I think this team has done almost everything it possibly can to put itself in an advantageous position with its talent. It's just run into a string of ba- bad luck over the last couple of years. And so I know it feels weird to say we're just going to run at the status quo like Mike just said. Yeah. But at the same time, they haven't really had the full opportunity to percolate here and truly see what this team can be, at least for a longer period of time. And so that's why I really hope that Mark Stone is able to come back. And if he's not, then you got to make that quick decision. Yeah. The yeah. market just then, started. Then you go get the, the Ryan O'Reilly. Started. Then you go get the Vladimir yeah, Tarasenko. Go. Hell yeah, you, you do. know, but but a lot depends, and and until I hear that Mark Stone is not coming back, I'm going to go on the assumption that he is. Yep, I am as well. Should I, we get to our next caller? Yeah, who's up next? Rita. Rita, what's up, Rita? Hey there, hi guys. How are you? Glad you're on this week. Oh no, no, uh, we too. are too. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm going to go to something that's a little more fun and fringe hockey because. I get bored when there's no games. Yeah. <laughs> now, I know you both are younger, 
But have either of you seen the Eddie Murphy 80s movie, The Golden Child? Oh, yes. Yes, I have. I have not. <laughs> okay. Well, this will it'll be self-explanatory, but do you not think, if you've both seen the picture of Hellebuck in his NHL portrait, would he not make the perfect Hollywood, very suave, charming, and evil Mephistopheles? I'm, I'm, I'm Googling the picture now. Well, he definitely has eyes that will stare laser holes through you for a mile. I'll give you that. Uh, he could see. play a guy without a tie. You know what? You're, you're actually right. He does look like he could play a villain in a Hollywood movie. Absolutely. Yeah, like, but he'd be so suave and charming. Yes, yeah, and because. Evil, wouldn't he? I, yes. I, 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 it's been a while since I saw the movie, so I'm trying to remember. I, I know exactly the character you're talking about. What, what was his name in the movie? Mephistopheles. So he was the guy who turned into the demon at the end, right? Yeah, it's okay. just another name for Satan. Yeah, kinda. yeah, that's that's yeah that that he does look like him. Like I could totally see him in like a nice suit and you know the no tie buttoned up. Yeah, yeah, yep. exactly. That's a that's a really good reference. Wow, I I haven't I haven't he's seen that movie in so long. This year, with the way that he's playing up there, I mean, not in the last week or so, Winnipeg's kind of struggled, but for overall, they're one of the most surprising teams because he's played so well this the year. The guy from Raising Arizona was in that movie too. I can't remember what his name is. Tex, I think he was a boxer too. He fought, uh, I think he fought Muhammad Ali. Tex, uh, Tex something, but uh, he was in Raising Arizona with Nick Cage. Uh, I see that movie either. a long time ago, what late eighties, I'm guessing, and. Uh, yeah, he he. Uh, that was a good movie. My favorite scene in that movie is when Eddie Murphy gets on the airplane and he's putting his headphones in, mm-hmm. and he's he's like just chanting out loud, and people are kind of like looking at him, like, "What are you doing? What are you doing?" And there was a scene where they they actually are somewhere in a market, I think in Tibet, and they bump into this like uh, con man. It's really funny. If you haven't seen it, you should check it out. And uh, Rita, uh, what do they need to do the second half of the season? Well, I think they need to read. What some of the media is saying about them get all pissed off again, like yeah. they were at the first day of the season. Get their fire back. That's all they need. All right, Rita. Totally on board with that. Thanks for the call. And, uh, Lindsay, who's up next? We got Frank. Frank. What's up, Frank? Hey, guys. How we doing? You know, isn't it funny how um, when the nights first started and um, we just started unplugging all these guys all up and favorites, Lurie, Suck. You know, I know these guys are doing what they can for their other team, but things have changed. And, you know, they went all in on Eichel. And they they need to find a compliment player. I mean, Smith and Marcheseau, Carlson, all those guys can play with Eichel. But something's missing there. And I've always said it. I believe it has to come down to the power play. And, yeah, you know, we're not going to go out and get some high-priced guys right now. What the night management should start to doing is looking for guys who they can shop with and get them on the power play. Uh, I mean, I know he's out there. Who knows if we can get him? I've always said Patrick Kane. Yeah, the money's going to be difficult. But a quadruple root. Go after him. Yeah, and, and he's under contract for a couple more years too. Yeah, he's going to stay in Ottawa. Yeah, I think he 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 probably doesn't want to leave Ottawa. That's home for him. But I know I know the type of player you're talking about. Look, I mean, it's funny you mentioned all those guys at the beginning, Frank, and the one who always pops out to me, and I I always think about how different the fortunes of this franchise would have been had they re-signed David Perron. Yeah, 
Because I, yeah. I loved David Perron, the player. I loved dealing with David Perron in the locker room. He was a pro. He, power play menace power play, to this day. But he was a pest. Yeah. He was a pain in the ass. He still is. And he, yeah, he's a pain in the ass to play against. And they don't really have that antagonizing guy who yeah. can go out and score 30 goals. You know, it's and, funny. Of, of, of all the trades that, that this team has made, the one that flew under the radar the most is the one that they got an all-star out of it. Yeah. They gave up a fifth-round pick, which is nothing, for Chandler Stevenson. They obviously saw something in him. They need to go out and, and in my opinion, find more guys like that. Diamonds in the rough. Well, I'd, I'd like to say, you know, um, uh, one of my favorites was Max Pacioretty. I, I was a Max Pacioretty fan when he was in Montreal. When he came over, I just thought that was, that was unbelievable. It was a great pickup. Unfortunately, you know, when you get to that age and your health and you can't make as many games, maybe the Knights knew something there and, and you know, they, they, they better with it. But, you know, with that being said, and, and, and I hate to, and I hate to say it, but Mark Stone, I mean, if he's the captain of the team. If Mark Stone was not the captain of this team and with his injury, I think we might be hearing a different story uh, with him not sticking around. I mean, he could be damaged good. I, I, you know, I love him. He's a captain. But I think you need to get what you can out of him. No one's really going to pick him up right now, like you're saying, until they find out his, his overall health. But uh, he's, he's someone that I think they might even think about not even bringing back next year, like a Pacioretty situation with, with his knee. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about that, Frank, and thanks for the call. I, I, I don't see, I mean, there, there's so much in play, especially when it comes to a back injury and, you and know. where he stands on the ice most of the time, which is in front of the net taking a lot of abuse. He takes a beating, yeah. Yes. I mean, if you if you watch Mark Stone play the game, he gets right there, right near the crease, right in front of the goalie, and you just watch him for a shift and watch the beating, mm-hmm. the, the, the sticks to the back that he takes. It, it's got to be, I mean, anyone who's dealt with a back issue, and, and fortunately for me, knock on wood, I, I have not, but I know people who have. I mean, my grandfather used to sleep on a, on a board because his back was so bad. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, it, it's one of those things where it's so hard to, to find the, the, the problem. And, you know, it's one of those things where I just hope for his quality of life that he heals properly and he heals well. And, and look, hockey is important, obviously. It's very, very important to Mark Stone. I don't know if there's anybody who it's more important to than Mark Stone. But I just want to see him healthy. I think we all do. And, and you know, it's 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 really tough to gauge the path of this team without knowing the, the status of Mark Stone. I mean, yeah, we could talk high trades. We could talk, you know, free agent signings. But until we know what the situation is and, and what the long-term prognosis is going to be. It's one of those things where we're kind of flying blind. Yeah. And it's when you look at this too, cause you have to separate the player from the cap hit as well. And this is where you get through the dehumanization, how we look at these guys as pieces that you just kind of move in and out because Mark Stone quality of life. I'm, I'm right there with you, but that nervousness has to be there for sure. And, and as these guys get older, especially with these big time contracts, what, there is going to come a time where Mark Stone isn't worth the amount of money, but I don't think that's right now. No, if he's no, healthy. we're talking a couple same, years down the same road. Same with Alex Petrangelo, yeah. but he's a very mobile defenseman, and so you're hoping that his skating stays high, and so even if he's not producing at the same rates that he has 
in better years of his career, that he can still take care of the business areas that are necessary at that position. But it's it's really tough to make these big deals in this league right now, considering how flat the cap has been, how big these contracts were signed right before COVID hit everything. It's just it's really hard to get business done. Yeah, and especially the cap- when you're a team like the Golden Knights, yeah. that hasn't always conducted in the most you know uh, the, the, above the table way. The cap is is going to be going up, but unfortunately, Barely. not not as much as. Teams like the Golden Knights and and probably um, some of the other teams that are right up against the cap would like to see uh, go up. If you in make the next... eight million dollars, it's really hard to move you. Yeah, yeah, it's, exactly. You sign and, those deals for the long term. To I mean, stay. like like you look at San Jose and you. I I know Eric Carlson's having a Norris caliber season, but for what you previously had out of Eric Carlson, it had to be tough, right? Like the people who did our job in San Jose who talked about. Eric Carlson's contract. Yeah, for for many years they had to be banging their head against the 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 microphone because he was making eleven million dollars, but you weren't getting he Eric Carlson. He was hurt but, all the time, and when he was out there, he was basically cut in half production wise because by, of Brent Burns. Brent Burns. But now you're seeing what every team expected mm-hmm. when we knew Eric Carlson was going to be traded from the Ottawa Senators, where he eventually ended up in San Jose, but. You know, that's the guy. And, and now nobody's questioning what he's making. Right? Well, I still am because well, it's just like, well, what's what's been the state of the team since then? They yeah, made but, that but trade. that's not on Eric Carlson. No, I mean, they gave it, out that team gave out a lot of bad a, contracts. Well, yeah, look at the Evander Kane contract. It's, yeah. it's not just giving out bad money. It's giving it to the wrong guy. bank. Yep. You know, and, and all those, I mean... Yep, they overcommitted. Just like the Vancouver you, Canucks overcommitted to their own yeah. vision, and they realized, oh, wait, we're not as good as we think we are. Do we have are. anyone else on the phone? Uh, no. No? All just right. This. Great. You we and I are, are alone again. Yeah, yeah. Um, by the way, we are uh, Chris Chapman, Lindsey Brown. Here we are filling in for Darren Millard, Ryan Wallace, VGK Insider Show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Uh, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, Lindsey, uh, the Rangers, they played the Golden Knights on Friday night. Something was supposed to happen. It kind of sort of did, and then it didn't. So we'll touch on that when we get back. It's the VGK Insider Show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. All right. Welcome back to the VGK Insider Show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Chris Chapman, Lindsey Brown, we're here with you all week uh, as Darren and Ryan are uh, they're enjoying the bye week, much like the players getting a much needed break. So uh, rather than give you a best of that's not timely or... Full of best of segments, we decided that uh, me and Lindsay would fill in this week, and uh, we're going to have some guests. Uh, Jamie Hirsch is from NHL Network is going to be joining us uh, later in the week. Brian McCormick, of course, the you, Brian McCormick, the Brian McCormick, oh, the voice Atlanta. of the Henderson Silver Knights. Uh, he's jumping on with us tomorrow. Uh, Brian, uh, big uh, Long Island guy like me, long suffering New oh, York Jets he? fan. I didn't yeah, know that. yeah, long suffering New York Jets fan like myself, but. Um, He's going to be joining us, uh, and uh, later in the week, we're going to have Bernie Fratto, yep. who uh, hosts the Bernie Fratto Show on Fox Sports National. He's he's actually, he was a Detroit radio guy, and he's going to tell some stories. He was there at the time the Red Wings and Avalanche were having their uh, 
Oh, the days. Their little rivalry. Lemieux and Forsberg and Sackick and Blake. Now, he was on the Detroit side. so so, I know. I'm uh, an Avs fan, so you keep yours and I'll keep mine. So he's got got some good stories about the the, the Russian Five. What day uh, is that? Thursday? uh, No, uh, Wednesday. He's going to... We're having two guests on Wednesday because we're also yeah. doing a pre-tape interview with Natalie Snodgrass of the Minnesota Whitecaps, one of my good friends up there. Uh, she just got done playing in the PHF All-Star Game up in Toronto. Oh, so, that's super yeah, cool. We'll talk yeah, talk to her as well. And then uh, we're still working on some people for Thursday or Friday. Fingers crossed we're going to have someone live Looks from... Like we still have a show then, right? From Florida. Yeah. yeah. Well, if we don't get you know tossed off no, the air before then. It's always a possibility. You never, you never know. You but, never know uh, when you're going to get sent down. Yeah, back to the minors. You know, yeah, well, farm tomorrow, team that tomorrow we it might be Brian McCormick sitting in here. But I think... And I have, I, I, I actually I don't think... I know that Wednesday you and I are actually going to be doing the show from Oyo. Are we really? Yes. We're on location? We're on I wasn't location. I was aware of this. Yeah. I didn't realize we were on a field trip that? this frizzle. Yeah. Oh. The, <laughs> the field trip. I've never trip. been to Oyo yet, so this will be a nice little uh, you introduction. You know, uh, and I, big shout out, by the way, to everybody who showed up to the watch party on Saturday at uh, 24 Oxford at Virgin Hotels. I was out there. Ryan was out there. A cavalcade uh, of fans? Yeah, there, there, were, there were some. Mark Chinook showed up. He's got uh, nothing better to do. Well, I mean, he's he's a he's a very busy guy. He but, is indeed. You know, uh, he, he was there, and Chance was there. Not Chance the rapper. Chance the Gila monster. Still owes me an autograph. Demon, our buddy Demon. Demon was there. Why did we leave the advertising with that? I know the boss. The boss. The boss. Q. Yeah. From Q's Radio there Nation as well? Radio. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah. They were all at this hockey thing. Where yes. was I? Doug. What our was I doing? our I was general here. manager, yeah, you were here I watching was here the game. Watching the game, and then I didn't Bobby. know that I had to run the board for the Henderson game until about five minutes into the Henderson <laughs> I, show. That was I, super I fun saw for you me. come running out because oh I God. had to come back for the UNLV hoops game, and yep. I saw you run out of the studio. I was like, uh oh, something must be wrong. Yep. So uh, anyway, uh, me and Lindsay are we're going to be with you all week um, on the Fox Sports Fox Sports Radio VGK Insider Show. Uh, look, this is something that uh, it. It's something that's important to me, and I feel like it it hasn't really gotten the coverage maybe that it deserved. Um, you know, a few weeks ago we had the the Ivan Provorov situation. Um, I, I'm 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 going to tread carefully with this. I don't agree with Provorov's stance. I didn't like his statement after, which was basically. A non-statement. I certainly didn't appreciate and didn't like the way John Tortorella handled that situation because if you're familiar with the Hockey is for Everyone Pride Nights with the Philadelphia Flyers, you know, James Van Riemsdyk is is a member of the Flyers. He's from my part of the country. He's a, he's a Jersey Shore guy, him and his brother Trevor. But James and Scott Lawton of the Philadelphia Flyers are very big into the LGBTQ community. Yeah. They're big advocates. Hockey should be everyone. It for should everyone, be. I should say. Yes, it should be for everyone. I don't know what transpired in the Flyers locker room. It seems to be behind them. But Friday, the Golden Knights took on the New York Rangers, and it was Pride Night at MSG. They had MSG lit up in the rainbow colors. Mm-hmm. They had the display on the scoreboard. One small problem, the Rangers, when they came out for their warm-ups, were not wearing the Pride jerseys. They did not have any rainbow tape on their sticks. Now, 
I I understand that it's a divisive, and it shouldn't be a divisive issue, but there's people who feel very strongly that they're the victims here because it's being forced on them. I'm going to take the approach that it's one night a year. You don't have to go to that game. Nothing is really being forced on you, but the Rangers... I feel like, and and it sounded from from things that have come out since, the players were unaware. It wasn't a player's decision. Seemed like it came from upstairs. It sounded like it came from upstairs. So, and granted, we know that ownership tends to be slightly volatile. That yeah, he's yeah. James, James with some Dolan yep, is, he is the not owner. Serve booze either because he's in some lawsuit as well. Yeah. So, so it's 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 one of those situations where you know we we know some people who were there. Um, you know, I think all you really need to know about this situation is read some of the nasty replies to the Rangers um, from people who I would refer to as not the best in our society. Generally, keyboard warriors who hide behind an anonymous name, a fake picture. They're tough guys, but they're not tough enough to put their real name and face on it. I I just, you know, the, the thing that bothers me the most here is the NHL after the Provorov situation kind of opened the door for this. Yeah, they punted. They they didn't take a, a, a strong stance and I understand that, that people may have religious objections, right? But or non-religious objections, or not it, right, right. It's they, okay not to like certain people for certain things. What it's not okay is to impose that on the rest of us. And granted, you could say that you, there is an imposition of said position on the players when you do pride nights, when you when you celebrate the different colors of humanity that exist, and say, hey, you are allowed to exist here as your full self, and we accept you as your full self, and we not always support, but like there, there's a certain amount of saying. I acknowledge you, and I and it's fine. You don't have to endorse it, but this is where you get in this kind of railroad situation because as someone who has grown up in the hockey community, I, I, I'm from Minnesota. I played college hockey. I've been up through it, and it's a different thing on the on the women's side there's, there's, than the men's. There's a unique dynamic to each and every one of this. But there is rampant homophobia all over this sport. There is rampant racism this, this is this is the 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 hardest sport to crack when it comes to inclusion and so when you have Provorov say what do you want I'm like whatever I'd rather know who's not on the side who's not with the hockey is for everyone because then at least I can say all right so you're in this box but when you see as you mentioned Tortorell when you see the statement from the NHL it's almost like you support it that you support other people's non-support at least acting out in the ways that they are and again everybody's entitled to their opinion but the organization the new york rangers i have this statement right here chris their statement read our organization rep- respects the lgbtq plus community and we are proud to bring attention to important local community organizations as a part of another great pride night in keeping with our organization's core values we support everyone's individual right to respectfully express their beliefs those players weren't allowed to do that yeah they were they were basically told you you if they, the, if, it if, was if in the stalls if you're on the side that supports pride night yep. you don't have a choice correct you're going to go out there in the jersey we put out there and on the flip side of that the players who don't particularly care for pride night mm-hmm. they weren't given a choice either right they were told you're also just going to wear the jerseys that we're telling you to. 
I, 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 I feel like the NHL really dropped the ball here. Like, if you're going to do nights like this, and it doesn't matter, right? Like, like the reality of the situation, Lindsay, is there are horrible people in all walks of life. Mm-hmm. There might be people who are fine with Pride Night, but take issue with the Golden Knights and, and the Vancouver Canucks and other teams that wear Lunar New Year jerseys for right. warm-ups. Or Indigenous Appreciation Night. Right? Yep. There, 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 there are horrible people mm-hmm. in all walks of life. There could be people of the LGBTQ community who, who take an issue with the Indigenous Pride Night. Yeah. Right? But the, the, the reality is, for me, if you were the NHL, you took such a weak stance mm-hmm. on the Provorov situation... And now they've taken no stance on the Rangers situation. I feel like if you're going to put the slogan out there, hockey is for everyone, it needs to be more than just a catchy marketing campaign. Yeah, they sent out an email to their season ticket holder saying this is what we're going to do, and then they didn't provide that technical service. It needs to be more than just we're going to use this night to sell more jerseys, sell more mascot stuff sell more t-shirts it, it has to be more than that if you're if you're not going to go all in don't go at all don't exactly i don't want a half-assed approach no. you know it's like i i have no problem with any of these nights Lindsay. i don't care if it's military appreciation night i don't care if they were lunar new year nevada day whatever it's a celebration of the game and it's a celebration of other people's cultures yep i never served in the military my father was in the military. My grandfather was in the military. I respect the hell out of the military. I'm standing up for that national anthem every time. I'm clapping every single time Carnell Johnson or when he's not there, Lene Myers finished that national anthem. It's important to me. The, the, the LGBTQ night is important to me too. Indigenous Pride Night is important to me. Because I, it, it, it's, you can't respect one's culture and then take a half-assed approach to it. No. And hockey, given where they are in the grand landscape of the world of sports, needs people, needs as many supporters from every walks of life as possible. You're yeah. taking away people's right. I don't want to say people's right to feel safe, but you don't feel safe when you don't have this kind of outward acceptance. And it doesn't necessarily you, where you raise your hand like saying, I am this. So therefore, make sure you accept me. But you can tell when people allow others to be their true selves. Yeah. And hockey inherently tries to scrub away the individualism from the people. And, and, and some of that is necessary. Some of that is necessary for the team sport, but for the most part it is a bunch of cookie cutter values, a bunch of people that make about the same amount of money, live in the same regions, have the same values and whatever else you need to be accessible yeah. Because you're going to miss out on talent. You're going to miss out on experiences. And ultimately, you are going to damage your product with little things like this. It's not big. It's a paper cut. But it becomes a, it, be, it snowballs. It becomes a bigger story. And then another team. And another team. And again, if you want to out yourself as a, as a person that doesn't support another human being because they just love differently than you, yeah. look differently than they, you, I'm like, that is that I'm, is your I'm whatever with you. to bear. I, I've got family members who are oh, like yeah. that. And I've distanced myself from them. 100 I want nothing to do with you if you're if you're right. like that. But that's where there's been a commodification of identity politics, right? We could talk across this for, for every part. And so that's why if you're not going to go all in on this, if you're not going to support this, then don't bring it to the table at all because we don't need you. We don't need the placation. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm with you. And uh, 
You know, I know it's a, it's a subject that some people don't like. Some people probably turned off the radio, and and you know, I don't apologize right. for that. That's fine. That's your choice. But um, you know, I'll, I'll just end by saying I think the Rangers and the NHL really dropped the ball here. Um, just a, a poor taste all around. Um, look, it is what it is at the, at this point. I hope to see more teams in the future not do what the New York Rangers have done, mm-hmm. not have players do what Ivan Provorov has done. The reality is because the NHL wasn't very, you know, straightforward with, with their... Accountability is not the strong suit yeah, shield, guys. I, I'm guessing we will see more of Provorov's and we will see more of what happened at the Rangers game on Friday night. That's why I'm glad we're fans of this organization because they do it right. Yeah, yeah. There's they a, there's a right. lot of... I saw the Carolina Hurricanes. They tweeted something out. You know, on Friday night. Dallas, y'all means all. Yep, yep. What do you you know? So uh, we're going to take a break. Coming back, we'll reset. And Lindsay has some musings. VGK Insider Show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Chris Chapman, Lindsay Brown with you here uh, on a Monday afternoon. uh, Getting ready to roll into... uh, Hour number two. Boy, this first hour flew, flew by. But Time uh, flies when you're having fun. That's what they say. So, Lindsay, I, I know you got something on your mind. So. Oh, I got things. I got adjustments. We'll call it like She's a list of demands. She's got index cards. This is what I do. This yeah. is what I write for notes. But I figured, since the Golden Knights are having so much trouble scoring goals, we got to get creative with this, with this process here. I am calling for the removal of the leather casing outside the net. Yes, I am asking to hike up those net skirts because I think if you have that little bottom of the net exposed or the metal, you can really promote offense and do some <laughs> bank pass. I'm talking get a guy down on the goal line and say, you know what, I'm going to bank pass it off that post. Maybe it'll pop out right in front to a guy crashing down to the near side. Yeah, yeah a little and bumper little, pull action. That's what I'm saying. I mean, <laughs> this offense is unstoppable when they have a guy below the net. You make your defenders or make your opposition make a decision. Yeah. You're like, oh my God, look at all this open space. Look at all this room for the activities. So I'm like, why not like hike up those skirts and let's just see if we can get a little crazy, a little creative. <laughs> I, I wish people could see what you just did in oh, the studio. Oh, it's on video. Oh, it's, oh my goodness, it's on this video. This is a brand, this is a business, chap. <laughs> Come on, baby, give me some credit. Is that is that why you did the hike up the skirt? So, oh, absolutely. Hike it all. I'm not super familiar with the, with the skirts part, but yeah, you know yeah. what? It's sometimes you just got to show a little leg. All right, all right. So uh, <laughs> coming up in hour number two of the VGK Insider Show, listen, Golden Knights have another player to add to the all-star team, and we're going to discuss uh, the recent road trip. Maybe we won't go into too much. Well, yeah, we kind of have, have to. have to talk about it. Big trade today in the NHL. That's going to come up in one-timers. And I know people were wondering, is there still going to be a catching up with Chapman? I guess you'll have to stay tuned to find out. It's the VGK Insider Show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas, Chris Chapman, Lindsey Brown, rolling with you on Monday, January 30th.